episode number 33 with Laura Leyland. Unfortunately, Emily Leyland is not here for the second time in a row, but, well, because she has COVID, (laughs) she actually is infected. She's had a test. Last time she was isolating, she has since had a test and she has it. So she is not allowed to come near us or anybody (laughs) else, but... For here for her cameo appearance, we have Moana, yeah. aka Evie Scantleberry. Hello, 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 hello. How are you today, Evie? I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah, you feeling excited about being on the podcast? I feel very excited. I feel very privileged to be asked. Oh, you were the cutest person. Yeah, was it yesterday? <laughs> we're in the office, and Evie was just mooching about doing her thing like she does. <laughs> and I just went, Evie. She went, Yeah. And I went, Do you want to be on the podcast tomorrow? And it was like I said, Evie, do you want ten thousand pounds? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting ten thousand pounds for this. No. Oh. Are you going? Oh, yeah. she's gone. She's shut the door. <laughs> she's oh, out of here. And it was so cute. You just sparkled. You were like oh, really? Yeah. Oh my god! Yay! I'm like, oh, I've been dying to be asked since it started. I'm like, did you have you given Emily COVID on purpose? Yeah. Snuck it in in a box under a table. <laughs> <laughs> we see if we if we look on your Google search history, be like how to give someone COVID without getting it yourself. Without, yeah, which is the key thing. Exactly. Very well done. Very yeah. sneaky. Mm, Remind me never to get on your bad side. <laughs> <laughs> so Evie is our resident tanned person. Mm-hmm. She sponsors all the fake tan brands just her, on her own. Yep. Keeps them all in business. <laughs> but she looks very gorgeous because of it. Thank so you. today's episode is thirty three. Is 33 for our Spanish listeners. 33? Yes. Oh. Very good, Evie. <laughs> more skills, more skills. <laughs> Talented lady over here. Never ending skill set. No. So today's <laughs> episode is doing it for the kids. Yes. Which could be interpreted in many ways, but it's all about kind of home growing talent yeah. and creating um, a pipeline of talent by bringing in people at the more trainee junior end yeah. and then kind of and developing them and growing their skill set and helping them progress their careers ideally within your business. So picked Moana slash Evie <laughs> because we've kind of been with Emily we've been a bit more involved in it at Fresh haven't we so we have Fresh Receptive Resourcing which is a recruitment business with a few twists um, in comparison to traditional agency that Emily and I run and Evie is our brand our brilliant brand ambassador thank you very much so she's our longest serving team member at Fresh Perspective she is tasked with the amazing job of going out and spreading the fresh word to attract people, (laughs) attract the right customers into our wonderful business so we can help them with any of their recruitment needs. Absolutely. So recently, Evie's brought in a couple of um, businesses into our organisation who kind of like, one of them was all for... So we're not going to name them. Don't want to get into any trouble. No. Or any libel or slander cases. I can't remember which is which. One is written and one is verbal and I never remember which is which. I didn't even know there was a difference. (laughs) And one of them really wanted to create um, a talent pipeline for the future because they do struggle finding experienced people which was great. So they came on board, didn't they? Yeah. Well, they were going to come on board. They asked us to put together a proposal. What was it they wanted us to do for them, Evie? Um, Putting together the talent pipeline for yeah so they wanted to kind of um i'm just gonna i'm just gonna mouth to either who it's with so she's on the same page yes absolutely so <laughs> they seamless. wanted to seamless. <laughs> no, yeah, covert operation over here um yeah they wanted to bring in uh, a number of different members of staff um but they wanted them to have a 
I was going to be, again, I keep being Liam Neeson on everything here. They had to have a particular set of skills that they'd honed over their <laughs> careers that made them a nightmare to people like us in the recruitment industry. Um, yeah, they, they had they had their minds really set on what they were looking for, uh, what kind of experience they wanted, and they they didn't really have that much wiggle room around it, did they? No, and they wanted us. And then in the end, they're like, do you know what? We think it's too difficult. And yeah. We're like, okay. And they say, well, what can you do instead? I'm like, well, what we can do is actually start to create a network of talent. We can start creating a network, keeping it warm and nurtured so that when you are ready to recruit, we've already got um, a good talent base to go to. But what was really important that was we would start pipelining for them. Yeah. So it's not just necessarily pipelining experienced talent, but we're also pipelining more junior talent that they can bring on board so in the next couple of years that will be their senior talent but you've got to start a junior talent pime pime pipeline sometime pipeline pipeline the same time (laughs) pipeline will be a really great company name for pie company i need to call pipeline it's an emergency But you've got to start some, yeah. somewhere. You've got to just bite the bullet and do it. The, our IT people are thinking about doing the same thing. That's clever IT, amazing. Check yes. them out if you need IT assistance. And then there was another company that in, in Manchester that we work with. Let me mime it to Evie. Yep, she's got with it. me. And they just wanted senior people as well. Yep. And then when we suggested, well, why don't you take these junior people on? They're like, well, I can't put junior people on my projects. I'm like, well, we're not. that's not what we're suggesting. No. That you get junior people to do senior people's work. <laughs> but... It's very, very difficult in both of these industries, kind of like more financing, accountancy, audit, and more like development, software, gaming kind of things. Um, we want, it's difficult to find people. So if you start pipelining people, you junior people, in a few years, yeah, you kind of then start the domino effect of, of the, the people that you started to hire at the lower end. In a few years, some of them then start to be born into senior people. Yeah, and then definitely. that carries on year on year. So the first few years will be the most difficult. Of course. Because you're going to have to still find seniors and hire juniors. So it might cost you more money. But the long-term effects yeah. of that... And after that initial period, every six, 12 months, these juniors will be born into seniors. Yeah, definitely. And not only that, you're teaching them your way of life, really, similar to ourselves yeah. and, the, and the way that, you know, we don't take on recruiters because a lot of them, not saying everybody, we're not tiring everybody with the same brush, but a That's lot of them... That's our disclaimer every time, because <laughs> yeah. recruiters get very upset with <laughs> <No>. <laughs> A lot of them have bad habits that have been taught to them along their journey within their roles um, and obviously within fresh we do things different and we want people to come on board with an open mind and learn the way of doing recruitment our way um, so having somebody junior uh, and being able to sort of have that fresh mind air quotes um, he's a kind he's a what's he <laughs> trademark trademark word fresh we'd be loaded oh we would <laughs> uh, having those uh, junior people coming in and having that fresh mind to be able to corrupt if you will uh, in, into your way of doing things is actually a really good thing to do and as Laura said yes in the short term it's difficult or it can make it a little bit harder for a business. The long-term results are absolutely worth it. So it's, what is the phrase? It's a short-term pain for a long-term gain. Well done. Yes. Well done. Bravo. Great Yay work. Me. So what would you say? So these are the positives of kind of bringing in juniors, building a talent pipeline and home-growing talent. That's what yeah. this is all about. What do you think? Because obviously our experience of that is that people kind of are, are cautious to do that at the moment, which yeah. is understandable. And... 
or they change their mind. They're, like, yeah. they're all for it, and then they back out because I don't know they're not brave enough, or yeah. they're not they're not they're a bit scared of taking a risk. But then, what are the drawbacks of only focusing on experience and senior talent? Do you think? Um, the the pool that you're fishing from is a lot smaller. Yeah. The pond that you're fishing from is a lot smaller. What did we say recently? It's like um. It's like Eskimos. I mean, they just cut a yes. circle in the ice. And you're only fishing that. That's <laughs> what it's fishing like. that one little circle. I think I can't go any wider than this little circle because I won't get the fish that I want. Not um, being an Eskimo, basically. Yeah, it, <laughs> it, it's not. It's like sails. You've got your funnel and you bring it down to what you want, but you need your funnel to be as wide open as possible yeah. to be able to get that one person. If you're really narrowing that funnel, you're really restricting the kind of people you're going to get in. Not to mention the fact that salary expectations are going to be yes, a lot higher. Expensive. Yeah, you pay more for people's experience. I talked about this actually uh, recently on a few videos. You pay more for people's experience, more for a, a sort of, I'm not saying junior people are less quali- quality, but having a bit more experience probably puts you up there yeah. on the quality scale. Um, and you've, you've kind of got the, um, they're more loyal to you. If you've trained them, you've developed them, you've shown them this, you know, the skills. Yeah, you've yeah. been commitment and you've, you've been commitment. Oh my God, why can't I speak? <laughs> it's fr- I listen, it's Friday. It's oh, absolutely it's not, not Friday. Friday. I have a bit, I think I have over, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I was say OD'd. I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. OD'd on caffeine this morning. <laughs> I, I was sat at my desk before and I was shaking. Jitters. Yeah. The caffeine jitters. Yeah. So what were we saying? Um, we were oh yeah, you've about, committed yeah. to them. You've been dedicated. You've helped them progress. You've given them something. You gave them a chance. You believed in them. Yeah, and people remember that because people always remember how you make them feel. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and it, and it works the other way. If you make somebody feel small and and little because they don't have the experience, they'll remember that. And some industries are very small, and people talk. Um, so it's just just having an open mind to things like that. And um, there are, I would absolutely say that the positives outweigh the negatives in most industries. Obviously, certain aspects, such as brain surgeons <laughs> and rocket scientists, you might yeah. need a bit of experience. They would well. do a lot more shadowing <laughs> before you let them lose on a patient. But it's a skill that people can pick up. It is. Um, but yeah, it is. It's about, you know, you, you get the loyalty from somebody because they see what you've invested in them, your time, your... Um, your encouragement, your motivation, you've inspired them, you've helped them to develop. Um, you know, for me, I wouldn't be sat here today if Laura and Emily hadn't taken a punt on me. I had zero experience in recruitment, <laughs> nothing whatsoever. Uh, and the only reason why they took me on was because I just got a dog. <laughs> Babe, that wasn't the only reason. <laughs> it was a big reason. <laughs> that dog. And then he came in to try T-shirts on. We didn't have an yep. office at that point. So she came into my house and Dexter ran in, kicked the pugs out of their bed and then weed on it. <laughs> you were like, oh my God, Dexter. I was like, uh, do you're I not still even, have the job? You just accepted that. You're not even started, <laughs> no, have you? No, I hadn't really got my foot through the door. Dexter had got his foot and his everything else oh, through body the door. Parts. Yeah, <laughs> his body fluid through the door and everywhere else. So well, that's it. I think from your experience, we we saw something in you that would be good in recruitment, and then that's been an ongoing thing, isn't it? Because you you came in, you smashed it, you learnt recruitment, you did really well, but then we saw in you that you had other skills. Yeah, and that's kind of now you've moved into sales. Now, if <laughs> we spoke to you about sales in your oh. first interview. You'd have, you'd have grabbed Dexter and run off. There would have been an Evie and Dexter-shaped <laughs> hole in the wall. Absolutely, yeah. And it's 
it is. It's, it's 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 knowing that a business thinks like that, and it makes you stand out from the crowd as well. From from a a new business point of view, if you can say to your clients or prospects the things that you're doing with new talent, it makes you shine so much brighter than other people. Um, um, you know, I think we're going to touch on it. You know, about um clients that we've actually taken on who are in industries that are not even functioning at the moment um and they are their head and shoulders above other industries in terms of the way that they're forward thinking they're proactive they're thinking about the future um so it is it's it's a really exciting thing to be doing is is taking on junior people and just putting yourself out there yeah and going back to like your your, i know you made a joke before about obviously you don't want to hire a you know a home growth potentially a brain surgeon but how do they get experience <laughs> exactly and yeah. like you know i only have my interest and love for Grey's anatomy to go off here <laughs> but you know they have they get they go to medical school and then they all get a placement in a hospital then they become junior doctors and then they they, they progress and they become residents and then they become they become you know experienced doctors what do they call them can't remember what they call them consultants i think that would be the english version yeah, yeah. and um but they so they they hire them without any experience. Yeah. They just follow the other doctors around. They just learn. <laughs> then they get them to not just following around. <laughs> get them to do basic things and build them up. And if if they didn't do that, we wouldn't have any doctors. So in other industries and in other businesses, um, you you should also be thinking about doing that. And it's yeah. not just for you. But I, I don't know. Can't think of an industry specifically. But for example, Pete used to work on the ambulance service and, you know, they're struggling at the moment because of, unfortunately, because of what's going on, a lot of people are sick and yeah. there's not enough people going into it um, and they're not putting through people as enough of the training to become paramedics. So eventually they're going to get to a situation where they might not have enough paramedics. They might have to um, kind of like get private companies to help out, which yeah. will cost more money. So it will get to a point where it affects other areas of life by not investing in junior talent enough and early enough so that in the future there's going to be enough senior people to go around because obviously paramedic we need them yeah as a society um and so if we didn't if they if the nhs please someone from the nhs listening to this if they don't start bringing in (laughs) junior talent developing them and progressing them into paramedics we will get to a point where the experienced paramedics will retire and there won't be enough and it'll be an issue whether it's um there'll be a skill shortage and an actual lack of paramedics which will have massive impact on people yeah or whether it will have an impact on the nhs from a cost perspective because we'll have to get private companies to help out it's a vicious circle Really, these companies need to be yeah. focused on junior talent and creating a talent pipeline as a responsibility to the wider world, yep. to society. It's like breeding, like breeding animals. Animals. Get- I where you were going to go with that. Then. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, Emily's not here to put the conversation in the but Evie's going to do it for her. <laughs> but it's true. It's like if a if a, a species of animal was becoming extinct, you would breed an animal, create babies, I love where this and is develop going. them. <laughs> You know, and then their species would carry on. So, you know, you know, there's a lot of our clients who pride themselves on their retention rate of their staff, but they'll only bring in staff on a similar level. But those people are soon going to retire. Yeah. They're going to leave the company. Do and they're going to be stuck with. PHP developers might become an endangered species at one exactly. point. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. We need to protect them. Exactly. Protect the PHP. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> We're going to protest outside their office we'll later. create a new charity. <laughs> we can get badges. Badges made and t-shirts. Oh my God, it'll be amazing. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, it's, uh, I know, I think it's really, 
it's a really good thing for people to be doing. And it's just getting more junior people in. More women. We need to get more women into tech. Oh, yeah. Talking about women. Yeah, women into tech, women into engineering. Is, it's, well, it's not just... You know, when you say junior talent, I think people might make the mistake that we mean young people. But we yeah. just mean people that want to embark... It could be younger people embarking on a career for the first time or early on in the career. Or it could be someone that's looking to embark on a career change and, and yeah. change direction and start something different. So there's a lot of movements for women in tech at the moment, women in engineering yeah. and things like that. So it, it could be any kind of person at any stage of life, any gender, um, any age that would be junior talent. And, yeah. you know, so it doesn't necessarily need to be people with not as much life experience, but you could be getting someone who's got experience in in other areas that want to join your industry and learn about your area, but they've got a wealth of experience from somewhere else. Yeah. So it could also bring kind of new ways of doing things, new opinions, new angles to your industry, which could have a positive impact and, and add further benefits on your organisation and could make you some could make you into trailblazers exactly then you could win a freshie yay um i actually saw on linkedin uh the other day i can't for the life of me remember the company name but they are um they are it they're an it company and uh, they're all women the whole company they're all women <gasps> oh my thought, goodness wow this is mega i'll see if i can find it and i can send you it and you can tell there's a, a lady <laughs> on linkedin that got connected to her she's called She's called Pamela, and then she's called the Digger Lady. Oh wow! And she's like got a female like digger business. <gasps> I'm like, this is amazing, and I love that she markets herself as yeah. that. And then there's a lady who owns an IT business. She's called Lorna, and they're actually up for a freshie. It might I can't remember which one it is. Um, might be Most Treasured Team. Yeah, and she really markets herself as a female business owner, but a female technology business owner. Yeah. And then I was talking to another lady um, who's a female owner of a recruitment business. I don't completely got off track. Now we're talking about women in business, which is fine. Because <laughs> we are two women in business. Yes. And um, the stat for recruitment business owners and leaders is that it's 90-something percent male-dominated. And wow. I was like, that is shocking. That is shocking. Especially like, when men are a little bit odd. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, some That's of them are a lot odd. Yeah. <laughs> like today, I saw uh, on my way into work, I saw a man running across the motorway bridge in the rain wearing a face mask. And the only thing I thought was that must be like being waterboarded. Oh my God, yeah, because it's raining quite a lot. Raining today. a lot. His mask must have been sodden, stuck to his nose and mouth. What kind of mask was it? Was it one of those blue, like, medical ones? No, it was a black fabric mask yeah because sometimes when i've got mine on it mine's one of those i have some of the blue disposable ones when you breathe in it kind of sticks to your mouth and i hate it so if it's wet wet, because when it's wet you breathe in and it sticks to your mouth but when it's dry you breathe out it moves out at least you have some respite what i mean if it's wet it's just gonna stay on your face exactly waterboarding odd in the rain running i mean the weather is very strange at the moment it was eight degrees yesterday summer and then I'm, <laughs> well, it felt, felt like it, felt like it. It felt like it. <laughs> On Monday, it was snowing and icy. Oh. And you couldn't get to work. I couldn't get to work. On Monday, Emily rings me, I need to isolate. Eva rings me, I can't get my car out, I can't get to work. I'm like, we are dropping. <laughs> like, flies, who else? <laughs> and Jane's on maternity leave. I'm like, this is ridiculous, nearly half our people. Oh, I know. And not, not being able to get to where they're supposed to be. <laughs> I know. Literally got snowed in. Not snowed in, iced in. Got iced, iced in. in. 
<laughs> it was an odd experience, but you know. So what iced in your house, or you couldn't move your car? So I, I set off thinking I can conquer this. I'm hoping Andrew's neighbour isn't listen doesn't listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thinking I can conquer this, and then um, I couldn't. I went down the drive and skidded out of control. Um, may have accidentally wrecked somebody's extremely well-kept lawn Uh-oh. Uh, and then got stranded at the bottom lane and that oh, was it no. you couldn't move it couldn't and, and move did it. andrew think he's like oh you've been over dramatic and he yep. tried to move it he tried to move it he couldn't get it out apparently my <laughs> skoda octavia is not the best in snow and ice um so we had to walk back up the drive and work work from home so yeah, that was an experience and a half. <laughs> Wasn't that the same day that you ran out of gas mid shower? Was that different? That was a different day. I, I was just thinking then, talking about being proactive. I am not one of those people. Um, I recently bought a flat and it's um, it's got a gas meter where I have to go to the corner shop and fill it up <laughs> um, on my card. Uh, and then top it up at my, at my meter downstairs. And I very rarely check how much gas I've got left. This isn't the first time Is I've run out. Is this because you're just kind of not used to it? Yeah, I don't really think about it. As far as I'm concerned, just you just pay for your gas, You don't just pay you? your bill, you have yeah. a direct debit. You don't even yeah. get a bill. Yeah, just just comes goes out your account and that's fine. Well, not for me. And um, a few times it's been an issue where I've been halfway through cooking my eggs and I've run out of gas. But this time I was in the shower um luckily i hadn't started washing my hair to the point i had shampoo in and my hair was wet uh and i ran out of gas so then i had to pull on my pj pants on my top so you didn't have shampoo in at this point no but okay. i have wet hair oh, and it was no. icy and i had to go to the corner shop <gasps> oh so you had to actually leave I had your to house leave the flat oh my god the shop this is off when was this um about a week and a half ago oh my goodness i know I, I tend not to tell people these things anymore because they're like have you not learned from the last five times you've run out of gas? Have you run out of gas every time? <laughs> I always, always run out of gas. I never check it and top it up. I top it up when I go to turn on my heating or my gas hob or wash my hands on my face and, and the water's cold. That's Ooh. when I then think, ooh, yes, I need gas. Oh, this worries me because now I live out in the sticks. We're not on mains gas supply. We have a big gas tank. Oh, and I'm like, now I think I'm going to have to remind Pete more often to go and check yeah. the gas levels. Yeah. Because that would be awful. Because we wouldn't just be able to nip to the corner shop because, A, we don't have a corner shop. We just have sheep. Yeah, and they, they're, they're useless. They're useless. They don't even know how to stay in their own field. <laughs> well, they come out of the field. They don't know how to get back into it. They just sit in our front garden <laughs> making a mess. I know. So then we'd have to ring up, I don't know, Calagas, I think. And yeah. they'd have to arrange delivery. So it wouldn't be quick. Other gas companies are available. Oh, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember what they're called. No. They yeah. weren't as good. People. <laughs> the gas company. <laughs> supplying all of your gas needs. Yeah, it's uh, it's not good. So, yeah, I would strongly me- recommend recommend uh, keeping on top of that and, and looking out for it. Absolutely. Talking about your cute little habit flat. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doing... Last week, when uh-huh. we were talking to Veronica, um, we told the listeners that we... Um, oh, my God, you know what? I've just forgot. Oh, what? no, I did it. I suddenly thought I didn't think I'd done the number of podcasts in... You did. In Spanish, but I have done. I thought, Emily's going to kill me. No, you did it's it, okay. and, I, and I read it back. Okay. I don't know why that just popped into my head. <laughs> we were talking last time with Veronica about um, getting into dance exercise. Oh, yeah. And you've been involved in that. Oh, we do it on yes. our lunch together via Zoom. Yep. 
doing it today. We can't wait for when we actually can go back into the office and do it together. Yeah. But it just reminded me of that you can't. You've got to do really like quiet ones. Yeah, what I have to do. He, what was he called? The guy in Friends. Did we figure it out? Uh, Mr. Heckles. Mr. Heckles yeah. and the noisy girls upstairs where he used to bang on the ceiling with a broom because they yeah. were noisy just walking around. That's what Evie's home life is like it at is the moment. It is absolutely a nightmare. Um, I have to do low impact hit workouts, which trying to do a low impact jumping jack is hilarious. I bet you look like you're doing ballet. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, ooh, prancing around. <laughs> and I can't do it prance. fast, will you? No. It'd just be like very elegant, mm-hmm. light, soft. <laughs> Use the yeah. word elegant very loosely there. I'm not an elegant kind of gal. Um, but yeah, <laughs> sometimes I'll walk too heavy across the uh, across the floor and that next thing I'll like bang, bang, bang. And you're only a tiny lady. I am only a tiny lady. I wouldn't say you're heavy footed either. I mean, no. I don't hear you coming sometimes. You scare me. <laughs> like, show did you up, say my name? Show up behind me at my desk like, ah! <laughs> yeah, so I have to do very delicate footsteps when I'm, uh, when I'm doing mine. So, hey ho. Oh. It is... I need to tell you about an idea that me and Veronica have had. Go on. Hopefully you're going to love it. Mm. So me and Veronica are going to do our own fitness, fresh fitness exercise video. Evie's shocked, so I'm just going to carry on talking. We're going to get fresh greens, that's lime green leg warmers, headbands and sweatbands. Uh And we're going to do... We're going to be the instructors, like Gina B. Oh, yeah. Who we, we do the dance exercise videos with at the moment. Yeah. We're going to do our own version. Fresh fitness. Fresh fitness? Yeah. Okay. You don't seem sold on the idea. I mean, I'm intrigued. <laughs> what What kind of things are you going to be... Are you going to be dancing? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's not going to be too complicated. Oh, okay. This is all right. So maybe a grapevine and a V-step. Some chasse. Not the grapevine. Cha-cha-cha. I can't grapevine. I've, Why? I haven't got any coordination. You're like, it's a step to the side, and you put your foot behind, and then a step to the side. Mm, I know. You well, think you it can, was simple. You can, you will, then, well, then, of course, you will, what's the word? Fail. <laughs> Fall flat on your face. No, you can take advantage of mine and Veronica's simple yet effective exercise videos. Okay. Yes, I can. I'll watch them. <laughs> I will. So if I they do it in, in the summer, I'll do it in the backyard. There you go. There we go. Hopefully my Wi-Fi connection is strong enough to get me down well, there. Well, you know, we'll be, we could even be doing like face-to-face ones by then. Yeah. Doom in the park. park. Oh, my God. <gasps> dun, dun, oh, my dun, God. Dun, it's like one mind. Like one mind. I know. So this morning I did a series of Gina B, Jaina Bay, uh, <laughs> five-minute exercise videos. So she has five-minute ones. So I did four of those. So 20-minute exercise. And I thought we could do five-minute ones. So it's not too taxing. Yep. And then if anyone wanted a longer one, they'd just watch more of them. This one is a good idea. Mix it up. And then and then Veronica's like, oh, my God, Robin could make us an, a logo. She could put a sweatband on the logo. And she, or she could put sweatbands on our caricatures. <gasps> oh, yes. So. I like this idea. So Ronnie, I think Ronnie's already looking for... She's probably already got some lime green leg warmers. Yeah. In her leg warmer collection. Yeah. Collection. So, yeah. I'm well excited. Oh. Another string to your bow. Because you've been adding more strings to your bow recently. Or uh. re-stringing your bow. <laughs> re-stringing my bow. Do you Tell like us about games? that. Well, with my exercise. No. With work. I've been doing oh been candidates yeah oh my god yeah I dusted off my recruitment shoes didn't I <laughs> my recruitment shoes 
my recruitment dance shoes. Yeah, they've been gathering dust in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I've been doing, I usually do, well, I kind of help Emily run the business. Well, we run the business together. <laughs> help her. I actually, hold her hand. Actually, Emily helps me. Yeah. Ooh. She's not here, so I'm taking control. <laughs> Sorry, Emily. <laughs> and um, me and Emily both do sales. But recently, with us getting two new people and Emily being head trainer, trainer extraordinaire, uh, we did a podcast on that recently. If you've not listened to it, then you need to. Mm-hmm. Um, she's done a kick-ass onboarding and training process. So while she's been helping our shining new superstars, Evie's been taking the reins and being fully responsible for all sales into the business, which she's <laughs> no done pressure. an amazing job. <laughs> and I've been helping out the delivery team, actually doing recruitment for customers. <gasps> dum, dum, dum. Dum, dum, dum. And in January, I've hired six people, put six people in jobs. Yeah. And I've got presents. And what else did you do? What else did I do? Oh, who? I cried. You cried. Did I? Yep. When did I cry? Uh, when you got a job offer for one of your candidates. I got, I got emotional because she cried. So I gave her the, um, I give her the details and she cried because she was so happy, hopefully. (laughs) And then I cried as well and it was just an emotional thing. And then she sent me a gift, some wine and some chocolates. And then another lady that I placed at the same company found out that she'd sent me a gift. So she, she sent me a gift. I got a balloon and some flowers. Yeah. I'm like, this is amazing. But now I'm starting to expect gifts. Oh, off candidates. I expect gifts. Yeah, and then... Not off candidates. But then I've got Emily in my head going, L-Y-E, L-Y-E, that's lower your expectations if you're not aware. So oh. I shouldn't expect them because I'll be disappointed. Yeah, it is really disappointing when things are let down like that. Just thinking about you getting your bottle of wine. I went to Tesco Why last week. I feel like this is a sad story. It is a sad like, story. I went to Tesco and I hate going to Tesco. I went to Tesco to get a bottle of wine because I needed it. It was Friday night. And I was refused the bottle of wine because I How didn't have rude. ID. Oh, I am thirty years old. This is good though. It's annoying when you don't have ID and you can't get the wine. No, but the but girl who ID me was about fourteen. I like being asked, <laughs> but only if I have ID and I can prove it. Because yeah. I think it's really flattering. Obviously, at the high age of twenty-seven, really flattering <laughs> that people think I don't look eighteen. <laughs> I think Evie shouldn't be laughing so hard. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but it's annoying when you've not got it and you're like, I really need this bloody wine. Yeah, I was really Get angry. out of my way. Yeah, and she's like, oh, I'm really sorry. It's challenge 25 and you don't look 25. I was like, I don't care how old I look. <laughs> I am 30. I'm 30. I was, I was born on the 18th of November, 1990. <laughs> now give me the goddamn wine. <laughs> and then she just went, I'm going to have to take this off you. <gasps> And then walked off and then went giggling with her little friend in the corner. How I was long like, did it take her to pry your little, your little ha- tanned hands off it? I, know, I was like, get me back. Get <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> security involved. <laughs> Have you kicked out of Tesco and never let in again? <laughs> Don't let this tiny angry lady in. Yeah. She's not old enough to drink wine and she would try and take it. Yeah. So what would your top three tips to kind of finish off the episode on pipelining and kind of, Home I going. That's what we'd even start I know, about. yeah. I'm like, we probably need to just loop it back. <laughs> Emily will shout at us. What would your top three tips be, uh, or like reasons to do it uh, for like growing your own talent and bringing in more junior people? My top three reasons for doing it mm. would be to um, to have people who are going to sort of really bed into your culture to make sure that that continues. It's almost like a legacy that you're leaving, isn't it? 
Um, and it helps younger people who are struggling maybe to get into work, to, to get into a new role. It teaches people new oh, skills. Great one. And at the moment with Kickstart yep. Scheme, then it's even an even better idea because you can utilise that scheme, which will help you. Absolutely, yeah. So it's, it's loyalty, getting people back into work. Um, you're able to develop skills that you want to teach people. You're able to teach people and mould them into a, your way of doing things. Um, I mean, there's there's so many. I think you should get in touch with us if you want to know any more. I agree, yeah. And it, and it will cost you less because if you're using a recruitment partner, yeah. if it's not us, why is it not? But it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we won't hold that against you. But it'll cost you more money if you're working on a percentage basis with traditional agencies to bring in senior people costs you a lot less to get more junior people you can hire more at once making your induction and onboarding processes streamlined and more efficient effective and taking up less of your time yeah and then they can just kind of then go and shadow more senior people um, and kind of learn on the job and, and as they go and maybe do some classroom based so there's a lot of benefits there's a lot of positives and there's a lot of reasons to do it so absolutely just start just start it Okay. Keep calm, carry on recruiting. Oh, very good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for filling yes. in, Evie, at the last minute. I really appreciate it. It's been lovely to have you on. <laughs> and thanks, guys, for listening. Pre- please give us a follow. Please subscribe to our podcast. We will appreciate it and be very, very grateful. Yes. And, uh, yeah, I will see you next week, hopefully. Emily will be back. Fingers crossed. Bye. Bye. Bye.